do it. Well, if you think the fabric is too dark, then we just recover it and no extra charge. Well, what do you expect? You're my number one customer. And don't you forget, you're my number one customer. You're my number one customer. Liz, hi, honey. How are you? Howard, where are you? I know, Jamie's karate class. Don't worry. I'll meet you there, I promise. And no, don't forget, you're my number one customer. Liz, I, uh, look, I didn't mean that, I... Liz? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. For the greater good. That's right. Yes. I half expected you to try to do it in a, in a Schwarzenegger accent there. Well, that's why I didn't. Yeah? Because <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah. Got to shake things yeah. up. Got to keep me on my toes. Gotta... I guess that was more of a, a Phil Hartman than, than anything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I probably could, close to that. Yeah, I could I could feel you being uh, inappropriate and creepy with me there. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode 460, 460, and tonight we're talking about Jingle All the Way, the 1990, what, 96? Yeah, 1996, Jingle, yeah. uh, Jingle All the Way. So, sorry, I got distracted by a shiny thing. Um, yeah. I am Sean, so there's no Sam tonight, so I'm going to give myself Sam's nickname. So, uh, I am Sean. Will well, you punch... can't say that on the radio. What? <laughs> oh, oh, a, d- a different nickname. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not, not my, not my other nickname. No. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am, uh, Jingle All The Way. I am Sean. Will punch a reindeer, all red. And joining me tonight is Andrew. The Rocketeer was a better flyer, Jimison. Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> it took the Rocketeer a little bit longer, I think, to figure it out. I know. I, I think what I, more what I was trying to get to is like the, the flying scenes looked better in the Rocketeer than they oh, did in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But that movie's trying to make it look good. I think this movie is okay with it looking terrible. Yeah, but they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this movie came out when I was in sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sam and would have been in college at this point. And uh, yeah. I was a freshman in high school. Well, he was, I guess he was getting insurance by that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, what time of uh, 96? I guess that matters. It does. Uh, let's uh, see. Hold on. Yeah, I'm we... looking at it too. Um, I can't really find it. Yeah, here. I can't either. It's usually at the bottom on the IMDb page. Yeah. Well, 96. 96. Sometimes in 96. If oh, I was, see. Uh, November 22nd, 96. But yeah, I was, a, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. I guess I would have technically been going in. Well, I would have been in seventh grade at this point. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was one of those few uh, that I guess... Uh, my years added or, or equaled the grade that I was in. So, for instance, 
1990, I was in kindergarten. 91, I was in oh, first grade. I got you. Yeah. I was in second. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's really easy for for me to remember what grade I was in. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's, yeah, that actually is neat. Um, I had I had no uh, things there. The only thing that I had going for me is that I graduated in 2000. So you know, I had that that even number. Well, luckily, because we didn't know it was going to happen on January one. <laughs> yeah, we, that's true. We yeah. thought the world was going to end. Y two K, man, that was a that was a big big damn deal. Uh, oh yeah, I, I remember that. The, if you're <laughs> if you're too young to remember that, ask a grown up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I think the majority of our listeners are old enough to remember Y two K. Um, so yeah, Jingle All the Way. So I picked this movie simply because I just wanted a fun, wholesome Christmas movie to do for the show. And especially since what we're doing next week, uh, <laughs> uh, I just, I just wanted a fun, you know, Christmas movie to do. And it's been years since I've seen it, probably since high school, since I've seen really? it. Really? Oh yeah. Easily. It's probably been wow. since 98. Or so this since is, I've seen it. This is on my like yearly Christmas watch list. Yeah, when I mentioned because because earlier, um, so this is what happens. We're gonna it's a little inside baseball here. This is what happens. We do an episode on Wednesday. I say what movie we're doing next week in the recording, right? By Thursday, both Andrew and Sam have forgotten what next week's movie is. <laughs> Usually by Monday, Sunday or Monday, I remind them in our text group, hey, this week's movie is such and such. Still, sometimes they'll forget and ask the question on Tuesday at like noon, what's our movie this week? And so then I will remind them. So on this week, I think what happened was, uh, I think last night or, yeah, it was last night or Monday night, you and I were playing video games together and you said, oh, what's the movie this week? Oh, it's Jingle All the Way, and you said, "Oh, I could quote that whole movie." Yeah, pretty so, much. So this is a this is a regular for you. So this this will be. It fun. is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I have I have some regular Christmas films that I I feel like it's not Christmas if I don't watch those films. Yeah. So I have, of course, Christmas Vacation. Okay. Uh, I've got Jingle All the Way, both Home Alone one and two. Anything past that does not count. Correct. Uh, and is not a Home Alone movie. I don't care what anybody says. I agree. Yeah, and then uh, I maybe every other year I'll watch the Christmas Story. I'm I'm not a huge fan of the Christmas Story. All right. Yeah. And then Elf every year. Okay. As well. Yeah. Yeah. That's those. Those are I, good. Yeah, and I think it's it all started when I was young because we we had the uh, well, it was a recorded from TV copy of the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas and the Claymation Rudolph. um, And there was something else I think that was in that little stack of Christmas movies. And every Christmas I can remember asking my parents if we could watch that VHS. And they every year pulled it out and dusted it off and, you know, made sure it wasn't going to, the ribbon wasn't going to come out and fall apart when we played it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I think maybe it's just become a tradition. I just have these movies that I, I like to watch at Christmas time. That's cool. Well, yeah, and we do the same. But it's interesting because the traditions for me didn't start until I got married. Um, growing up, and this is very true, growing up, 
I have zero memories of watching Christmas movies except the Mickey's Christmas Carol and the mm. the Chipmunks Christmas where it's chipmunks are get in the tree, Mickey's tree, and mm-hmm. them and, and, and Pluto are like fighting and stuff. I mean it's a little it's a seven minute cartoon. It's not like a movie. Right. And I also had that on VHS. I, I would and I would watch that six times a Christmas um, you know, season. But there was there weren't Christmas movies that we watched as a family. I have no memory of that. My memories of, of the Christmas time spent with the family are honestly, you know, like helping mom bake in the kitchen and watching college basketball. Yeah. Like because college basketball is on during this time of year a lot. So I have mm-hmm. I have a lot of memories, you know, watching college basketball and trash talking my mom at Christmas. <laughs> um because she is a Duke fan and I'm a Tar Heels fan, a Carolina fan. So Right. I, so it wasn't until I got married that we started watching these movies over and over. And it wasn't until we had kids before I was eventually forced to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special because it's well documented on this podcast. I don't like Charlie Brown. Um, I don't like any of those cartoons. But I watched them. Good grief. Yeah, I watched them for the kids. <laughs> and right. I... Um, you know, and I and I keep my comments to myself. I I, I have you know I, I keep because I don't want I don't want my disdain for the cartoon to rub off on them. If they want right. to hit Charlie Brown, they're going to do that on their own. I don't want to right. Yeah, I don't for their wanna, own reasons. For their own reasons, I don't want to influence. So the ones that we watch every year, um, and we actually have it like almost like in an order, like like mm-hmm. we. So Christmas Eve is always the Muppets Christmas Carol, because yeah. they sing the song "One More Sleep Till Christmas," right? Um, we also watch the Polar Express, usually oh. on the twenty second. I know Sam would, you know, make a shuddering because he hates yeah. the uh, uncanny I'm not valley. Not a huge fan either. It's I think it's fine. It's a Robert Zemeckis film. I like the music. It's it's fine. Um, uh, it, it's fine. You just don't look yeah. at their eyes or their mouths. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, yeah. You know, the the movie came out about five years too soon, I think, is the problem. It, it really did. Yeah, I think if we had the technology of today and that movie came out, it would be great. Yeah. I mean, have Zemeckis yeah. do it again right. with Tom Hanks and all this stuff. Same songs. Just let's just up that. Let's just let's just fix those faces, can we? Um, in fact, I think if they did it again and somebody probably will, I would like it to see more stylized. You know, yeah. make it look more like like tin tin, right? You know where yeah, they don't have to look exactly like humans, so mm-hmm. you're not distracted by the fact that they don't look like humans, right? And I think wasn't I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was one of the first films where we tried to make, you know, the characters look human, yeah, and less animated. Yeah, I'm think there are some other films of that time at time period. I know Beowulf was one of them. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And there's some others, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so we watched that one, and then some other ones that we uh, we do watch uh, every year. We also uh, we like Elf in this house. Um, we also watch all three versions of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. that one was on when I was a kid. That one was on the VHS as well. Yeah, and I think I probably yeah. watched that one too. Uh, Sarah mm-hmm. can quote it. It's I mean she could yeah. word for word the whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's rather interesting. 
Um, but I actually do enjoy the the uh, Jim Carrey version. Um, oh. I think it's funny. I I I like Jim Carrey. So yeah. he gets. I mean, I I'm I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. Yeah, and especially I, with his earlier stuff. But that one doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it, but it works for me. I mean, there's a couple of jokes that that still make every time makes me laugh when he's he's doing the bit with the dog. Right, he puts the the red nose on the dog, and he says, "Okay." And he, so he puts on the he literally takes Ron Howard's hat and puts it on. He says, "Okay, here's your motivation. You're a freak with you're you're a reindeer. You're a freak with a red nose, and no one likes you. Then one day Santa comes along and wants you to save Christmas. No, forget that. It's too commercial. Uh, you hate Christmas. You want to steal it. Saving Christmas is a lousy ending. Action! And then the dog pops off the nose, right? And then he goes, "Brilliant! You reject your own nose because it represents the glitter of commercialism. Why didn't I think of that?" Cut, print, check the gate, moving on. And then he looks at the camera when he does it, right? He's he's uh-huh. making fun of Ron Howard. Right. And I know that. And so when he says, you know, the phrase cut, print, check the gate, uh, check the gate is a is a film term. Um, uh-huh. And I think I've said this on the on the podcast before. You know, as the film comes through the, uh, out of the wheel, goes through the camera, through the lens, or uh, behind the lens to capture the light that you're aiming at, you know, and then through, it goes through a gate, and so you check the gate to make sure that no film had gotten bunched up or any schmutz had gotten in there to booger up the film. So once yeah. you check the gate, you know, gate's good, then you can you can move on. Otherwise, you have to clean the gate and you have to shoot it again. So so that's a film thing. Uh, so every time I see it, I mean, every time, it makes me laugh. It just, it does. So um, I do like this topic. This is a fun topic. So we watched, this past weekend, we watched... Uh, and we do. We also will do the Home Alone movies. Um, uh-huh. Probably we probably won't watch both of them, but we'll definitely watch the first one. We haven't we haven't yet this Christmas, but we will. Uh, but a new tradition, and right now it's my favorite kind of new modern uh, Christmas. Like you know, like not your not the ones that we grew up with, right? Not the Home Alones or. The, the Mickey Christmas specials, or right. you know, not you and like, the kids get together and watch Die Hard. No, I I oh. I cannot wait for Declan to be old <laughs> enough to watch that with him. It's going to be a day right. where we're going to watch it without his mother. Um, because <laughs> uh, if it were up to her, he would be eighteen when he finally watches it, and right. <laughs> I was fourteen when I watched it for the first time. So, um, uh, anyway, uh. We've been watching Klaus, which is the Netflix animated. Yeah, and yeah. I adore that movie. I think it's just fantastic. And I think I've seen it once. I don't, it it I makes don't me. Didn't we do it for the podcast? Maybe so. Maybe that's why I saw. <laughs> I think it. we did. There's there's there is a new one that that we watch. No, we uh, what's the one with the Jack Frost kid? Oh, I don't know. Uh, ep, is it epic? Not epic. Uh, that's different. Oh, uh, the. Uh yes, the wait, Jack Frost kid. Well, he's yeah, he's a kid and I think Jack he's Frost, Claw. yeah. It's the the Guardians, right? Guardians. Yeah, Guardians, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we watched that one too. That's a good one to watch. Yeah. Um uh and then of course more recently, I guess, are all the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yes, yeah, so we'll definitely watch yeah. the Santa Claus. Definitely the yeah. first one. Maybe not the rest of them, but we definitely do the first one. Yeah, the first ones. Yeah. And and a lot of times OG. these are movies that we put on, like especially as we're getting close to the you know the break, and the mm-hmm. kids are going to be home, and Sarah will be making cookies and stuff like, you know, right. you put on, um, 
you put on the Santa Claus while you're doing other things. Right. Um, because you don't always just have time to sit down. There, the, again, some of the, the early ones I mentioned and Klaus, like again, we watched Klaus Saturday. And at the end of the movie, every all four of us are crying at the end of that movie. All four yeah. of us. It's just the, the the way it ends is it's a beautiful, beautiful thing and just bawling. All four of us. I mean, we're all you know, wiping right. our faces <laughs> off. I mean, it's a good movie. It's so good. That like when an animated movie can make you do that, it's so uh-huh. good. It's so good. Yeah. So I tell you, you mentioned uh I know we'll get to our movie in just a minute. Yeah, but that's fine. You you mentioned a Christmas Carol, and I have to say that is one movie that I just have never enjoyed, and I think like the story or any, or any of them or just the any, Muppets one. Any of them. I mean, the story itself is fine, I guess, but I can remember as a kid being a little like disturbed by it. Because uh, I think the first one I saw was the one with Patrick Stewart. Okay. And, you know, there's that, uh, uh, there's the Christmas song that we sing that has, uh, there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories, right? Mm-hmm. And I never knew what the scary ghost stories were until I saw that movie. And I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about here. Yeah. And. I think I was just traumatized as a kid by that movie, and I've never liked it any version, yeah. except maybe the Muppets. But I've only seen that one once. Okay. If yeah. you like Muppets, then you'll like it. If you yeah. don't like Muppets, you'll hate it. Right. Uh, but it's it's a Muppet movie, and they break the fourth wall a handful of times, which is fun. Um, yeah. You know, like like they're fully aware that the Muppets are different. Like, there's literally a scene where they're in the marketplace. And the chef mm-hmm. is there, and then he opens up the lid, and the fruit is also Muppets and are singing. And the rat right. goes, eh, my mother told me not to eat singing fruit. You know, like little things like that. Like there's little mm-hmm. little jokes like that. You know, and they do um, – remember Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I know you saw that, yeah. right? You know, like when, when Roger takes his hand out of the handcuffs, and mm-hmm. Valentine goes, you mean you could take your hand out of the cuffs at any time? And he says, only when it was funny. So right. like so like the scene is like they're trying to get through the gate and Gonzo has to climb over the gate and the rat climbs up and he's like I'm going to fall and die and then he jumps you know and and Gonzo misses him and he and he crashes into the snow and he's like oh and he's like, oh I forgot my jelly beans and then he just walks through the bars and picks his jelly right. beans up and he goes wait you could fit the whole time and he just kind of goes yeah he's like you're such an idiot just little <laughs> little jokes like that um for me work yeah but I mean, you know, the, the the story itself is, you know, it's kind of an interesting story, right? It's like, hey, you're mean and rich, and we're going to scare you into being good. Uh-huh. Um, have you seen Spirited yet? I don't think I have. So that's that's the Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell Christmas movie that came out last year. No, I, no, I haven't seen that. Um, if we weren't already locked into doing... <laughs> what we're doing next week, I might almost want to switch it for for that. Um, it's it's the same movie, right? It's the same concept. Story. story. Yeah, plot line. Sort of. Except that uh, Ryan Reynolds is the Ebenezer Scrooge uh, focal point. Mm-hmm. But it's also a musical. But it's also a musical that it's aware that it's a musical. 
Ah, okay. Um, so like, there's a couple moments where like, like Will Ferrell wants, uh, Will Ferrell is the ghost of Christmas Present, and so he goes to his boss, who was Jacob Marley, and he says, "I want this guy. We're gonna we're gonna redeem this guy." And all of a sudden, music starts playing, and then a spotlight comes on. He goes, nope, there's no need for a song. No, there's no need for a song. You can do it, just don't sing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, thanks, Greg, for the spotlight. Perfect cue. Like, like they're aware that it's a musical, right. you know? So huh. um, if you like Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, then... Well, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good movie. We watched it with the kids uh, earlier this year, so... Uh, nice. I'll have to check that out. It's got a, it's got enough swear words in it that you're like, as a parent, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot they say that. But it's uh-huh. also, I mean, it's you know, it's butt and ass and stuff like that. So it's nothing hell. I think a couple of times. Yeah. Um. So it's like, <laughs> so like at one point, Will Ferrell is getting mad at 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 Ryan Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds isn't doing what the Scrooge character does, and all of them, you know, Scrooge just kind of goes along with everything, and Ryan right. Reynolds is like. No, I'm not just gonna go along with you. And he's arguing with Will Ferrell the whole time, and Will Ferrell is like, "Will you just get off my ass and do it? Just do the thing." And, uh, and Declan just thought he thought that was funny. And then another point, he's like, uh, "Will Ferrell says, uh, will you?'" Um, he says, "I'm just gonna shove it up your butt." And Declan just lost it. He's like, "Shove it up your butt? Can I say that?" And we're like, not in front of your teachers. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's so spirited. So this this uh, early, you know, ten minutes of the podcast is you know, uh, uh, talking. Yeah, about we didn't intend for this to happen. It just no, I didn't. Yeah. But also, when it's just the two of us, yeah, um, I knew that the episode has the potential to be significantly shorter. Um, but this was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. it was, and I and I like these I like these kind of conversations. But also, it's just fun to talk about Christmas movies because they're they're there to be wholesome and fun and happy and yeah. Um, you know they're they're the okay. And I'll say this too. This might be controversial. Maybe I don't know. My wife watches Hallmark Christmas movies all year round, and I one hundred percent support her for it. Because, as you know, Andrew, being a teacher, uh-huh. my wife's a teacher, special ed teacher. She has a hard job. Oh yeah, it's a hard job. One of the hardest. One of the hardest. Yeah. Uh, you know, within this within the teaching realm, I would I would not disagree. She has a hard job. Um for the most part, Andrew, for the most part, you know, if you go and do your your normal job, you you know, you have your, your struggles and whatever. But for the most part, there's probably not going to be too many situations where you're going to get threatened with a lawsuit from one of your the parents of one of your kids. Right. Whereas, you know, that's happened with Sarah several times. Um mm-hmm. and pretty recently, uh, um also. Um uh, Sarah has that uh, un- un- unfortunate um, thing inside of her that makes her care about her kids. You know, right. You really don't want that in a teacher. You want them to just come and teach and go home. Uh, but Sarah cares about the kids. And um, one kid was not being treated at home the way Sarah felt that they should and got a little, got involved. Right. Yeah. And, um, Anyway, yeah, how, how dare she care about children? Yeah, I mean, she really shouldn't be doing that. And and uh, the, the 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 guardian yeah. of that child was really upset that Sarah got involved. And well, yeah, um, 
because well because it makes <laughs> the, they, got, they got called on the carpet and yeah. made them look bad oh yeah yeah, yeah. it yeah. looked looked bad did they so anyway um so if she wants to come home in june and pop on a hallmark movie at the mm-hmm. on a wednesday night because she needs some stress relief i 100% support it so to my to my to my fellow husbands out there if your wife likes to watch them Hallmark movies, let them. Let them have their thing. It's okay. If they ask you to sit there and watch, sit there and watch. Yeah, they're predictable, but, you know, it's fine. I mean, most of the movies we watch are predictable anyway. You know, it's... Yeah. If the I will say, though, the, the Hallmark and the Lifetime Christmas movies do follow a certain formula. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's but like, you know, there's a... To each... Yeah. Yeah, I think like you can even go online and, and, and hit the, the Hallmark movie plot generator mm-hmm. where it's like four wheels to create a movie. Yeah. And, you know, they're all... it's They're fine. It's fine. If it's got Lacey Chabert in it, I'll sit and watch it with Sarah just because I find her super attractive. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Yeah. I'm right there with you. So... Again, that wasn't actually being super controversial. I was just, you know, for the sake of things. Um, some. I mean, some dudes are like, those <laughs> things are awful and blah, blah, blah. And I hate cr- the Hallmark movies. It's like, they're fine. And I think that they're, I also support them because we don't have, if you think about movies, you know, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, like there, there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of rated R stuff. There was a lot of gruesome stuff. You know, you still had a mm-hmm. lot of those kind of movies. But it felt like there was a lot more just kind of fun, wholesome movies, right? You know, right, right. Singing in the rain and... And um, and, and the, the you know, guy always gets the girl and yeah, they always live happily ever after. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's just everything is, is fun and sugar and, you know, and just like it's just... It felt like there was just these happy movies all the time. And we kind of live in a, in whereas in the mainstream consumer that we know it's you know we've got our comic book movies which are which are fun and, and kind of our popcorn movies, but we don't really have except when Disney puts out one once a year, and uh-huh. even them have been less of just the feel good movies. They've been more, especially the last five or six years, they've been. I think it's like my, my generation is exercising the demons from their childhood. Because <laughs> seriously, if you think about it, think about like the last five movies that Disney Pixar has, has produced. There's not a bad guy. It's all issues with families. Right. Because it's like, it's the, you know, it's the 30 and 40 year olds, you know, our, our millennials and us, el- you know, elder millennials that we are, geriatric millennials, I think is the phrase you hated. I hate that term. But it's okay. like we're trying to exercise all the, the boomer demons that we have with our parents and uh-huh. how, you know, stuck in the past they are and how single-minded they are and how, how they, they can't ign- use the internet. Yeah, and how they ignored us for, for years. And <laughs> I mean, like they literally had to have TV commercials that said, where are your children? Because we forgot that they, we had children. So if you know, like the movie Elementals comes out, right? It's just mm-hmm. it's a Disney version of West Side Story. Yeah. Um, except they don't, they're not gangs. It's just these people are separated because they're different, and then all the other people are over here, and then the two fall in love, and there's friction. Um, 
Turning Red is about a girl. One, it's a coming of age story for a girl. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't seen. Um, my kids liked it. I had no problem with it. You know, some people I know, my brother and sister-in-law, they hated it because they make a reference to getting your period. Yeah. And they, they're like, oh my God, this, you know, this, this movie is about getting your period. Well, no, it's not about that, but they make reference to it in the movie. Wait, Sean, are you saying that something that happens to uh, uh, actually a majority of the population of the world was mentioned in a movie? Yeah. And we are offended. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I made, uh, not very strongly, but I made the, the subtle argument of, well, uh, you, you have two daughters who, and one of them might be going through this soon. Mm-hmm. So maybe this movie could help that moment seem less scary. Because if yeah. you're a kid and don't know that's about to happen, and all of a sudden one day you start bleeding from that space, it could be pretty uh-huh. scary, I would think. Yeah. I mean, I, I've taught middle and high school age children now for 15 years. And I have personally witnessed the the you know the headspace that these kids are in when they start going through this whole process. Right. And for some of them, it's mentally like it's tough. Yeah. You know, you can tell. I mean, they don't talk about it openly, but you you kind of know. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's it can be jarring. So yeah. yeah, I'm okay with a little trash panda telling them or whatever that thing is. Yeah. Tell them. <laughs> it's a red panda. It really is. It's, it's a, a red, red panda. panda. Yeah. yeah. It's what Shifu is from Kung Fu Panda. The the movie more is about a, an overbearing mother and her inability to let her daughter um, kind of be on her own. They just mm-hmm. add the panda, red panda part, little magic part to make it seem a little bit more fan- fantasy. Yeah. Uh, what's Encanto about? It's about an overbearing grandmother who has control issues and is disappointed that the one daughter, granddaughter, doesn't have powers and she's a disappointment and is there to break up the family, even though the rest of the family basically exiled one of the family members, the brother, Bruno, because he had powers that they didn't understand. Yeah. It's a family movie. Like, all of these movies are about how uh, the, the family is the bad guy. Right. So Coco. Coco. Uh, yeah, Coco I mean, actually kind of, yeah. Isn't it like the grandpa or something that's like the... So Coco, so Coco, the woman, the character Coco is the grandmother. Um, yeah. And... They they realize uh, the the boy the youngest boy Miguel wants to be a musician, and he learns that uh, his grandfather was a musician, and he ran out on the family, which uh-huh. is why the family hates music. And so, in right. order for him to explore music, he goes to the underworld to find his grandfather, and he finds out that uh, the guy who he thinks is his grandfather is kind of a bad guy. Not is right. kind of is a bad guy, um, and then they keep then, you know they then through some hilarity and whatever and a, you know a, uh, meeting other family members, you know he's able to uh, the 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 real th- really interesting part of the of the of Coco is that when you're in the afterlife, you exist in the afterlife as long as people remember you in the living world. Right. Which is why the Day of the Dead is so important. 
is to mm-hmm. remember those that died um, so that you can um, so that they can live on in the afterlife mm-hmm. and Coco's uh, husband uh, she's forgetting him and the right. rest of the family doesn't want to remember him because they think he ran out on them mm-hmm. and Miguel's the one that kind of was able to bring him back so Right. That one is but again family issues. Family I mean, issues. Yeah. 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 So, uh, the it, it, writers and animators and directors in in Disney right now, they're all our age with family issues is what it is. Right. Um so, I mean heck, even even Rye and the Last Dragon is kind of the same thing. I mean, there's yeah, there's a bad guy force, but mm-hmm. ultimately the movie comes down to trust. You have to be able to yeah. come together and trust each other. Yeah. So, I, uh, just listening to your conversation, I realized that my children are now preteen and tween age, and I have I haven't seen a real Disney film in probably, I mean, the animated stuff. Yeah, probably three years now because I a lot of those movies you're talking about never seen them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, now you got some homework to do. I mean, and the boys might like them. I don't know. I mean, they they would probably like elementals. They they would probably like um some of the I'm trying to think of some of the ones that come out recently. But I mean, they would probably like those. I mean, if you do like family movie nights and stuff, um, I don't know if that's a thing you guys do or not. I mean, we every almost every Saturday, we like the the four of us we rotate who gets to pick the movie. Yeah, because to like to the kids, family movie night is super important, uh, and yeah. you know part of the tradition. So, and I'm going to hold on to that as long as I can. Absolutely, because at some point Declan will will say, "I don't want to do that anymore," and it's just fine. I'm going to go. In, I'm going to go in my room, dead, and lock my door. Yeah, yeah, angsty teenager. Yeah, eventually he's <laughs> going to get to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm enjoying eleven right now. He still wants to hang out with us. So right. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying that. That's good. So we're 35 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't talked about Jingle all the way yet. So, oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, I just threw my uh, AirPod case in the floor. <laughs> I thought it was your dog for a second, like like no, no, scurrying in. Yeah. Well, I mean, we mentioned Jingle all the way, but why don't we talk about it? Yeah. Now let's let's actually <laughs> review it for a little bit, if you, if that's okay. And of if course, if you're still listening to us, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you enjoy that conversation. I <laughs> yeah, mean, it's different than you. we don't. We don't really get to have conversations like that uh, on air. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, what is Jingle All the Way? Well, Howard Langston, who is a mattress salesman uh, and a father, he vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every single store is sold out, and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one. Langston seems like a weird last name for... A guy that sounds like Schwarzenegger. Yeah, as I watched it this time, which again I see it every year, but as I watched it this time, I thought, with his accent, could they not have just said he he moved here when he was a kid, or like he he kept his Austrian name? Langston just doesn't sound <laughs> German or Austrian or any kind of yeah. Uh, East, uh, yeah, Eastern European. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, uh, might as well have called him Smith, I guess. Yeah, I, it makes it starts <laughs> making me wonder, like some of the other movies that we've seen him in, like Eraser or True Lies. Like, what's his, what's his name in those movies? You know, because it's right. It's probably similar. 
you know, like I, I don't know what he is in those movies, but it's probably pretty similar. Anyway, uh, what's your five word review on this? Well, um, my five word on this one is not as good as it was. And what I mean by that is <laughs> the first time I saw it, I really enjoyed the movie. And I think because I was sixth, seventh grade and superheroes to me were still really awesome. Well, and they still are now, but as a kid, you know, and I have to admit that I was one of those kids that I owned every Batman action figure that came out and every Christmas or birthday, that's what I wanted, you know, Ninja Turtles and Batman. And, and so I had all these action figures. And so I put myself in that kid's place and I'm very much related to, you know, his excitement about getting this Turbo Man doll and wanting it for Christmas. Um, but watching it now, it's, it's not good. <laughs> the acting, <laughs> the acting is terrible, especially the acting from the kids. I mean, the kids are just horrendous. Um, he, the, the main character, um, uh, Anakin, whatever his, yeah. uh, Jake something, right? Jake um, Lloyd is his real name. Yeah. Jake ja- Lloyd. Yeah. Jamie is a character name. Yeah. Right. He, he was okay. I suppose, but the other kid, uh, I mean, if you just watch some, you can tell that the director was like, I need you to make this facial expression a couple times during the parade. Yeah. And it was awful. I mean, it was the worst acting I've ever seen. And I know it's a kid, but we've seen really great child actors (laughs) and this was not. Um, But even, you know, I've Phil Hartman, I know he's supposed to be kind of sleazy and creepy, but I guess maybe post Me Too and and on into this woke world now that I am a part of, I have to say, um, like it or not, to our listeners. But I just felt like, oh my God, this guy is the creepiest person in the world, and I would have gotten a restraining order a long time ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, and... You can certainly tell how times have changed, like just how he kind of talks to the women. And, you know, if you were to reach your hand or hands around your neighbor's waist and pull her apron off, I I would be decked in the face. I mean, I don't know my neighbor, but, yeah, yeah. you know, that just doesn't happen. No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the story... In itself is kind of fun. I love Sinbad. I've loved Sinbad and everything he's ever been in. Uh, he is a classic over actor, um, but in a good way because he makes it funny. Yeah. Um, I think really he's probably the best part of the movie. Uh, he just throwing out his little things like, you too, Barnaby Jones. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that makes yeah. me laugh. Um, it's funny that line got one of the biggest laughs from my kids and they don't know who yeah. Barnaby Jones is. It's just the way no. he says it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but they have no clue who Barnaby Jones is, but like just the way he said it, my kids laughed at that, like just out loud. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it, it has a lot of nostalgia for me, but it's not a great movie. I have to say. Okay. What about you? What What's your five word? Uh, so I have two. Um, 90s family wholesome violent comedy. 
Okay. <laughs> I, that it is. <laughs> and I only say violent because, so this this is what happens. So when we get to the Jim Belushi, Santa's in the warehouse <laughs> bit, right? And right. Which is another <laughs> terrible act, you know, terrible acting moment. And, and like when it turns into a street brawl, my son <laughs> literally yells, Oh, violence. <laughs> he was he was in. He was like, "Ooh, violence." I just I I wrote that down. It was so funny hearing him say that. And then it cuz it turned into like a 90s action flick when when you punch somebody they fall down and right. Um, well, I've always even even when I was in 6th grade when he pulls the Santa Claus uh beard back and lets it go and it knocks him over and flips him around. I thought that would never happen. No, no, yeah. yeah. Obviously, uh, equal and opposite uh, action is not <laughs> applied to right to this movie. Um, but then again, there's also a jetpack at the end of the movie. Would you know in a parade? Uh, you know they give them a, a working jetpack. So you know, whatever you take it. I do me. love the line of, um, you know, it was a terrible accident that happened earlier. Whatever he yeah. says, and you know, we're pretty sure it's all worked out now. Yeah, we're pretty sure he's going to be fine, and he, he yeah, he's yeah, gained, he's gained consciousness or something like that. He's for sure. It's like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, he's showed brain activity. Yeah, brain something. activity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. think we've got all the kinks worked out. Yeah, I mean, it's just well, it's okay. So that's the first one. Second one, uh, commentary on materialism in America. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we're watching the scene where when they bust through the toy shop and like. You know the, the 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 store owner has like a boot print on his face, you know, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. And we said to our kids, "That's what Black Friday used to look like." Oh yeah. And when uh, when did do you remember? Because I was trying to think when when I saw that scene, what year that Black Friday really became like that kind of Black Friday? Uh, I remember because it's in our lifetime it is i remember so the video like the video i'm remembering of like people fighting over tvs and and the mob and whatever mm-hmm. it's old enough that the video quality is bad yeah um but I, I still think it was on someone's like cell phone because it was in in the crowd like amongst like you know right. someone's holding it up so it makes me think like oh eight oh nine you know okay. something like that um that makes sense. I was thinking it might be a little earlier, but yeah, I guess it is. It, it might. It, well, it's it, it's either before the recession or after, you know. So yeah. probably not like seven and eight, maybe not nine, but maybe oh five, oh six, maybe ninety, like ninety nine to oh five was probably mm-hmm. rough. I mean, I know this year, you know, people are taking videos and you know, Target's empty, um, because. You know the economy. No, not the economy, but just prices on everything has gone up so much that, and the, and the stores are being so blatantly obvious with their non-sales. You know, they, right. people are walking up where it says you know Black Friday sale, and they just slide it out of the way, and the original price is, is stay, it's the same price. So I just did a quick Google search, and I said, "When is the when was the first Black Friday?" And it says. The earliest known use of the term Black Friday referred to the day after Thanksgiving occurring in the journal Factory Management and Maintenance for November 1951. Sure. Uh, And it says uh, it referred to the practice of workers calling in sick the day after Thanksgiving. 
but as far as when it comes to sh- you know shopping yeah uh i don't know it doesn't say here i mean i know it's been uh, around a long 1975 is what it says okay so i know it's been yeah. around a long time i but i remember within i think that what i was my point was you know like the 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 hordes of people like hurting each other for for TVs or Furbies or or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, people, you know, violence will ensue because they need to get the toy or the thing. That's definitely within. I mean, not only our lifetime, but I think within the last twenty years. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm reading on, and it's talking about two thousand nine. Yeah. It's talking about Kmart opening at at seven p.m. or seven. Yeah, 7 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's probably before that. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Anyway, it just made me think about when the fa- first Black Friday was. Uh, but that scene, it is very much like Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, um, and so the other part of the movie, so I, I so a few notes that I wrote. So my first note was Anakin. I didn't know that Jake, Jake Lloyd was in this. Um I just forgotten. So I'm sitting here watching this movie going, I wonder if George Lucas saw this and said, that's our Anakin. Yeah. You know, a, a whiny kid that has to, you know, get his dad to uh, bribe him to love him, you know, buy his, buy, that was my, my third, third note was literally, let me buy your happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of where it comes. I mean, at the end of the movie, he's like, I don't need the toy. I have my dad. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. But you were still, and and in fairness too, the dad puts the pressure on himself because you know, in my second note, dads in the nineties were all workaholics in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is weird, but I did find it odd that he's like when I think of workaholics, I don't really think of mattress salesman. Yeah. <laughs> as being a workaholic. Yeah. Or even, you know the CEO of a mattress company. Yeah. I just don't know that they work that much on, uh, you know, the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't know much about mattress sales. I don't know. I, I, the, cause the, you know, Tim Allen's the same character, right? He's, he's the work, but he's also, he's a sales rep at a toy manufacturer. Right. That, that like that for some reason that feels more believable mm-hmm. than, Especially since he's late because he's at a at a at a party. He's mm-hmm. at the work party. Whereas Schwarzenegger is at a work party but and working. Right. So uh I don't know why we had to do that. I mean, maybe that's how it was in the nineties. That, that, that wasn't that wasn't my experience. No. Growing up. Either. I mean my dad was a band director. He didn't he didn't make more or less money by working extra hard like that you know he was a he was a band director he got paid the same right i mean you know it's like you come you want to do a good job you want the kids to you know succeed but it's not like dad has to work on christmas eve to you know get the band ready to do a thing so um yeah so he he came to all all of the things that you know i was doing because he could and chose to Uh so i was i was lucky in that regard um but yeah, to your point, this movie is it good? I mean, it's fine. It's a fun movie. I mean, it's again, it's been twenty years since I've seen it, so I, I had forgotten 
I mean, if you would say, hey, what's Jingle All the Way about? It's two dudes, you know, fighting over a toy. I mean, that's what the movie yeah. is. And I knew Sinbad was in it, but I didn't I didn't really get that Sinbad's kind of the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> right. I mean Yeah. I mean to the extreme in some cases. Yeah, to the extreme that he's willing to chase a child up a building uh to 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 get the toy. So well, in all fairness, he was not the one that burned Balthazar's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't know that the wise men had names, but I guess one of them was Balth- Balthazar. Yeah, yeah, well, of course they do. They have names. Well. Um, I just don't know them, but. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and that whole scene with Schwarzenegger in, in the guy's house was just the most ridiculous thing ever. I mean, frankly, he all he has to do to get away to get away with it Right to to not make Hartman feel like he's the superior ass is when is when the deer comes in the house just put the present down and just let the deer stay in the guy's house and just right you're like okay that's a little bit of revenge and you can just you know I don't know how the deer got in there that's crazy right um, and of course Sarah says okay Phil Hartman would know like he would know not to leave the fireplace going. And have no one in the house, right? So the 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 fact that you know Balthazar got caught on fire is kind of his fault. <laughs> um, and any time Hartman was near one of the women, Declan would goes, "Ooh, that's cheating! They're cheating! They're, that's cheating going on right there." And uh, <laughs> um, and so then when she she basically poured, I guess, hot coffee on him at the end of the movie or whatever, both my yeah. kids were like, "Yeah, that's what you get." <laughs> For being a creep, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just ugh, he was he was and he was a good creep, but I think Schwarzenegger should have punched him in the face long ago. Oh yeah. I, I did you get some uh, Power Ranger vibes from the from the henchmen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and why were they like actually punching Schwarzenegger? I don't yeah. understand that. Like. They, like they were still all part of the bit. Like they were aware that this was just a bit, but they're like actually hurting him. It's, I don't know if 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 it was because he was actually maybe pushing them. Oh, or something. maybe because yeah. one of them says, "Do you not know the choreography or something like that?" Oh, maybe uh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then, so they just turn on him and start hitting him. Yeah, and then Booster, like no one likes you, Booster, and then he gets punched, and everybody, all the kids come over and start beating up on Booster. It's like those are some douchey kids, I tell you that. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, Booster is a giant <laughs> pink uh, saber tooth tiger wearing a thong. Yeah, but. He doesn't deserve to get kicked. But the guy inside the costume is just a guy doing a job. He doesn't deserve to get beat up. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. Um, also, <laughs> when he's like, you you have a reindeer. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, what are you going to do when it be- gets summer? He goes, oh, I'm, I found a glade where there's deer, and they're going to take him in. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Not at all. I don't think if you just set a reindeer loose with deer, they're going to be like, "Hey, come join our reindeer games." I don't, I don't think that's how that works. I think that reindeer eventually is just going to. I mean, it'll probably be fine, but probably going to get Maybe. shot by a hunter. Yeah. Oh, you killed a reindeer. Uh, 
Speaking of rain, this is what I learned when I went to Alaska. So you know what the difference between a caribou and a reindeer is? What's that? Uh, a caribou, a reindeer is just domesticated caribou. Oh, yeah? So like in the Polar Express, they they run into a herd of caribou. Uh-huh. You know, the, uh, it's, it's a big, you know, it's a plot point in the movie. If he takes a harness and puts it on one of them and tr- takes it home, it's a reindeer. It's the same animal. Huh. Now, I just thought they were different. I, I did too until I went to visit my family in Alaska, and that's what my uncle told me. Now, that's one of those things that my uncle told me that I've never taken the time to corroborate if I'm right or not. <laughs> Sounds like I'm getting ready to Google something. I else. mean, feel free, but it's also one of those things where I feel like even if it's if they are in fact different animals, in order to honor my uncle, I want to keep that going. <laughs> you know. Well, we're about to find out just because I'm curious. No, that's fine, and I I really hope that it's true. Like I hope that's the case because uh, reindeer and caribou are in fact the same animal. Okay, that makes me sad. and a member of the deer family. Yeah. That makes me so happy. In North America, the animals are called caribou if they are wild and reindeer if they are domesticated. <laughs> hey, Uncle Steve was there right. You go. Man. He, pull them through there. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if everybody has an Uncle Steve. You know, obviously he's a different name, but you know, my, my Uncle Steve was, you know, the guy that like he could fix anything. He was an electrician during the Vietnam War. Um, and he could fix anything. But that also meant that like nothing was ever a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, like like we rode around in a truck that at any point might explode. Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just kind of how it was. Um he loved and he loved telling stories and he had just the most just the craziest stories. Uh Uncle Steve was he was uh may he rest in peace. He was a he was a cool dude to to hang out with. Just a I mean he was so far right of the political spectrum. It was, you know, a little bit crazy, but yeah, um, he was still fun. He was still family. All right. <laughs> um, so the big Santa that shows up during the fight scene in the warehouse, that yeah. that actor is six foot eleven. So is that? I wasn't sure, but is that guy a professional wrestler? Yes. I thought so, because yeah. I thought he looked familiar, but I don't know his name. I don't either, but, but I'm going to look it up real quick. But yes. Pretty sure he was. When I went to his credits, they were all WWE, and then like, yeah. and then this yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, last couple notes here. Um, oh, I did like this one. Cop gets blown up, but is still having to work, like still has to work on Christmas. The most right. most government thing ever. Yeah, I thought about that too. And he literally is holding a bomb and it explodes. And his hands look like maybe they've been blown to shreds. Yeah. And yet he's on the float waving at the. <laughs> like, yeah. Go home. Like, <laughs> take a Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> You've been on the force long enough. This guy's been, you know, he's obviously been around a long time. Let him go home and take a nap. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Anyway, that's all my notes. I just I don't know if we really talked about the movie all that much, but it's it's a good it's a good Christmas movie. Um it, but it's it's just it's another one of those where the, the dad kind of sucks and he has to do all these crazy things in order to kind of win the approval of his family. And 
Um, uh, you know, and of course, you like the fact that the mom is is you know stays loyal to to him and doesn't uh, you know go along with Phil Hartman or anything like that. Yeah. But then this movie, then it, then it turns into a way different movie if she's like, yeah, okay, let's go. My uh-huh. husband kind of sucks. Um. So. Anyway, you ready for a few clips? Yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, here is young Anakin Skywalker. Once again, I forgot to turn the volume up. Okay, young Anakin Skywalker. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the boomerang suitor, and the rock and roar jetpack, and the realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including, it's turbo time! Accessories sold separately, batteries not included. I like that he, he basically just memorized a commercial. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was this kid Me too. growing up. Oh, yeah. Like I would, I would quote commercials when I would tell people what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, and I did a little radio show with my friend with a cassette player, and we would make commercials like that. And I would say, you know, batteries not included, uh, accessories yeah. sold separately, that so, kind of stuff. Some assembly required. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I love it. Uh, you mentioned um, Sinbad earlier. Here's a good Sinbad rant. We are being set up by rich and powerful toy cartels. Oh, come now on. Now you got these big fat cats sit there using working class just like me and you. They spend billions of dollars on TV advertisement, and then they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology, so I'm right in there. I know what's going on. And then they sit there and make a kid feel like garbage if you, the father, who's working 24-7, delivering mail so you can make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me! And then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's a little cheap plastic. You know what I like to do? I like to walk up in that office, grab one of those guys, and just chuck him, and chuck him, until his eye pops out! <laughs> Shouldn't wear Cut it off. Shouldn't wear fur. You shouldn't wear fur. Yeah. I, I didn't hear it until you played the clip there, but the person in the background going, What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like a... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. Um this clip is called Password. I've already forgotten what that means, but we'll we'll find out. Password. Oh, right. Jingle bells, Batman smells. I love Jim Belushi in that role. He cracks me up. Yeah. Still one of my favorite Jim Belushi roles. And not that I've seen a lot of his movies or, or roles, but I still love him in the movie Canine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's it's like you know, it's like Turner and Hooch or the cop version of Beethoven, you know, like for some reason again, early nineties we were doing lots of movies with dogs. Mm-hmm. Um but my favorite, one of my favorite scenes is because he has like this '66 Mustang convertible, and the dog is really stinky. So he sends the car through the car wash with the convertible top down, and he seatbelts <laughs> the German Shepherd into the car, so that the dog has to get through the car wash. He opens the door, all his water pours out, sits down in the seats, which is all squishy, and he goes, "It's worth it." <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, here's the, here's the Barnaby Jones bit. <laughs> Back up! This is a homemade explosive device, and I'll blow it up! You know why? Because I work for the post office, so you know I'm not stable! Tell them! 
This man is totally insane. Thank you! Now put the guns down. Now! Put them down! Brother man, put your gun down. Everybody! You too, Barnaby Jones. It's funny. It's funny. It's, yeah. just, it's funny. He's funny. Did you ever see him in the movie The Cherokee Kid? Oh yeah. I used to... Yeah. I when I'm telling you, he was one of our favorite family comedians because he was pretty clean. Yeah. As a as a stand-up comedian. So my parents would watch him and Jeff Foxworthy. Okay. Uh when we were growing up and uh, they had cassette uh, recordings of the stand-up and we would listen to it just while we were traveling because it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And uh, and so when he came on to the film scene, really, uh, and started making movies, and he did the, some, was it First Kid? Is that the name of the thing where he's a CIA special or uh, secret service? Secret, secret service, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Cherokee Kid... It was something else. I mean, there was this movie, and there was something else that he did. Not Shazam. We... No. <laughs> Not Shazam. But, uh, yeah, he was a fun uh, fun guy. I wish yeah. he still did stuff. Yeah, I mean, He's still around. And I think he actually did a stand-up special not too long ago. Um, but I wish he was still in the pop culture scene. Yeah, me, me too. I do too. Um yeah, Cherokee Kid. I, I probably watched. We recorded it on an HBO because uh-huh. uh, I think it was an HBO produced movie. It didn't go to theaters. Yeah, I think it was. And and I remember I remember really enjoying it, and, and I watched it a bunch of times, probably four or five times. Um, he had in his stand up. I I only watched it one time, but I watched it with uh, our my, our other Andrew friend. And the one bit that he says that has always stuck out to me was talking about how his mom had, when she was mad, it was like her arms would grow like really long. And so she would smack you. You know, she could hit you from anywhere in the house. Her arms would grow. And he said, I I, I don't remember the whole bit, but the part of the bit that I remember was that uh, he had done something and he knew the arms were coming after him and that she was going to, um, you know, smack his butt off, like smack him so hard that his butt would fall off. Mm-hmm. And and so the bit was, he does the thing, and his friend yells, Sinbad, drop your butt and run. Here come your mama's arms. <laughs> and I've always remembered that, and I'm probably misquoting it, misremembering it. But like every, literally, every time you and I are playing Fortnite with Sam, and like the storm's coming, if you uh-huh. ever hear me say, and I've said it before, if you hear me say, drop your butt and run, I'm quoting the Sinbad special. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll have to find that one day and, and, and listen to it again. Because I, I know I'm probably misquoting it, but that's, that's what yeah, I Yeah, something along those lines, though, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's in that same special where he talks about his dad pulling the belt off, and he says, like, starting a lawnmower. And it yeah. Was like, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming out of the belt loops. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, sick. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah, this is, uh, sick, yeah. Gentlemen, you've been duped. This is nothing but a harmless Christmas package. That was really a bomb. Just a sick world we're living in. Sick people. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love the idea that he was carrying around an actual. I mean, obviously not a very good bomb, um, but if if his it, bag must have been full because <laughs> he was throwing packages out as he was running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> one got their mail from him that day. Uh, I also wondered at the end because he the kid hands him the toy, but he's obviously going to go to jail. So like, does he? Yeah. Like when he calls his ex-wife and she comes to jail, can he give the kid the toy then? Like, these are the questions. Uh, yeah. Also, again, Sinbad, this this just a throwaway line, but this had me and Declan just rolling. Get out of the way, It's when he's running, he's chasing the kid, yeah. and there's like runs a, it to the guy dressed a, as a present. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up. Get out of the way, box. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the reaction that the guy has too. It's just so funny. Get out of the way, box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep that. I don't know what I need it for, but I'm gonna keep that. I just that's just funny. I'm gonna put that right, right down there with with some of the other fun things we have. So, all right. I've always been impressed, even before I joined band in like middle school high school uh i was always impressed with the santa claus marching band like yeah the, the choreography of course you'd know they're not actually playing but the choreography like they're all turning and they're all it's it's more of like a dancing band than a marching band yeah but it's it's really well done okay all right time for this uh here and now for some more bad news ready all right we're gonna play the game even though i'm by myself uh but Andrew, Andrew made a game, so we're going to do it. It's the Hey, Did You Notice game. This is a game where Andrew was going to ask me a couple questions to see if I noticed some stuff in the background. And oh, Tonight, the game is known as Stump Sean. Okay. <laughs> so let's All see right. what you got. Okay. So when Howard goes out, the first time he's looking for Turbo Man, he passes by a cinema on the main street there. Yeah. Before he goes to the very first store. What movie is playing? What movie? I remember looking at that and... Oh, dang it. I remember looking at that and trying to remember, like, oh, I got to... That's something Andrew will ask. And I didn't write it down. He actually passes by two, like, movie theaters. And one of them is playing Turbo Man the film. Like, yeah, Turbo Man the Turbo film. Man, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there that's was another one. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, because yeah. it was an actual movie. Yeah. Dang it. I don't remember. Um, um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I don't remember. The Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, dang. Okay. See, I, then I didn't see that. I, was, I, must yeah. have, I must have only remembered Turbo Man the movie because uh, mm. I don't remember seeing that. But okay. All right. All right. Well, here's a music question for you. Oh. What, what music was playing when Howard was chasing the ball in the mall? Isn't it that uh, one way or another? No, no, is that no. Not it? Why is that in my head? Uh, I don't know. That's not even a Christmas song. I know. It's I think not. Mo most of the, actually, if not all of the music in this is all Christmas music. Oh, is it a Christmas, Christmas song? song. Uh, Christmas song. Uh, Christmas, rock, rock around the Christmas. No, that doesn't make sense. It's um, Jingle Bell Rock. No, it's actually... Uh, the Russian dance from the Nutcracker. Oh, the Nutcracker. That's right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Can. Yeah. We watched yeah. the Nutcracker. We watched the Nutcracker in the Four Realms because my kids uh -huh. like that movie. 
I don't see it. It makes me fall asleep. Yeah. It's uh so his uh his truck, his vehicle gets like stripped. Oh yeah. And he has to get a tow. What's the name of the towing company? Uh oh jeez. Again, that was another thing that I looked at specifically and thought, "Oh, I need to, I need to remember that." But I didn't write it down. I wrote down other things, but not that one. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, Arnold's Towing, Dakota Country Towing. Okay, yeah. All right, the parade pan, the parade banner. Yep, can be seen. It is the blank. Annual Winterfest parade. What you? What? How many years? Oh, how many years? Oh, yeah. Uh, the forty-second, because forty-two oh. is always the answer to everything. It's, it's close. It's only the twelfth annual oh. Winterfest parade. <laughs> well, <laughs> gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing. All right, and then the doing. last question. You probably thought I was going to ask what are the call letters of the radio station. Yeah. But. What is the address of KQRS radio oh, station? Uh, 15, no, it's it's 300 something. It's two two blocks down. 15, I got a 15 second bit, 1501. You were, you were close, but what, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's 360 is the number, but what's it's, the street name? I don't remember either. Because he actually says it's yeah, two blocks down on the, the guy at the, the uh, diner. Yeah. Which was Mickey's diner, by the way. Right. That I wrote down. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He says it's two blocks down on Wabasha Street. Wabasha, yeah. Yeah. That Wabasha is a very Minnesota. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. What was the the brand of whiskey that uh, Sinbad was drinking at at the Uh, diner? I I was going to make that a question, and I thought, no, he'll, he'll, he'll write that down. I sure did. Yeah, I want to say it's like old fashioned or yeah, you're close. Yeah, something like the old homestead. That's or... it, old homestead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the other. This is the last other one I wrote down. That I okay. wrote down. Jake's uh, Jake's bedroom is what you call an orgy of evidence that he's a little boy, <laughs> right? Because we have to have everything little boy in there. N- name. Uh, I wrote down two, three, four. I wrote down six different comic book characters that are represented in his room. Can you name all six? Okay, I've got the Hulk. Yep. I've got Captain America. Yep. I've got the Fantastic Four. Okay. I have uh, Thor. Oh, okay. I didn't, didn't see, see Thor. I didn't. Uh, Thor, I missed. Okay, so there's more than than six. Yeah. Um, Did you write these down? <sighs> Or these ones you just remember? No, this is what I remember. Was Silver Surfer one? I didn't see Silver Surfer. I didn't write it down. Are you, are you counting Turbo Man as a... No. No? No. X-Men? Yep. Um, how many is that? Five? Yeah. Mm. They're all Marvel properties. Not all. There's one. No? There's one DC property. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, you're gonna have to tell me. I don't. I don't know it's Batman. Is. He has a Batman alarm clock. 
Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, right. Right on yeah. the stand, he's got the little, the little, the the 1989 Batman logo. Ah, uh, that that kind of the rounded wings. There was also uh-huh. Spider Man and Venom. Oh, I didn't miss. I didn't see Venom either. There, it's in the sheets. I think I saw Spider Man. Yeah, it's in the sheets. Yeah. Like, like you can see the Venom like mask kind of peeling off of Brock a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh But it's in his it's in his bed sheets. I didn't see the yeah. Fantastic Four. So yeah, I Fantastic Four is on his pillow. Uh, same thing. It's on the sheets. It's yeah, like yeah. a hodgepodge of of Marvel yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are the ones that I wrote down. Yeah. Well, I didn't write those down because I figured those are the ones you would notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was right in the whiskey. Stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I did write down some Star Trek connections. Uh, Turbo Man himself was in an mm-hmm. episode of DS9, and both of the news anchors were in Star Trek at some point or another. Those are the cheesiest news anchors. Yeah. And I know it's, it's done on purpose. It's supposed to be, yeah. They're supposed to be, but it's like to the nth degree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But everything in this movie is, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we're going to give this movie a score from zero to ten. Um, IMDb gives this movie a something uh, a five five point seven. Yeah. So the internet doesn't yeah. really love it. I I have to kind of agree. To be honest, you know it's 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 not a great movie. Uh, it's it's not well acted, uh, and there's there's some issues with it. Does it hold up? <sighs> not really. <laughs> uh, but there, for me personally, there is some nostalgia. Like I said, uh, Sinbad makes it a better movie, in my opinion. I think if if we had any other random person from the '90s, I don't know that I would have liked it as much. Um, so I'm going to be about the same. I'm actually going to go a little bit lower. I'm going to say a 5.5. Okay. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't really, I can't really disagree. Like you say, it's, I mean, it's not a great movie. It's, it's fine. It's, um, it's entertaining to be sure. And my kids liked it. Will Uh we watch it next year? Probably not. But... It's a good time. I'll also give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a five point six just to make the numbers kind of fun. Uh, that gives it a, a nice round five point five five. There you go. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think that's all right. And uh, yeah. And it's, that's not even our lowest uh, of the uh, of of the year. Not by a long shot. So we'll. Um, uh, maybe next week. I don't know. Maybe that that'd be fun to do. Maybe next week, because uh, next week is our last movie of the year. Just do like a, a recap. Yeah, just kind of uh, here's some of the highlights. Here's some of the lowlights. I mean, just at a glance, uh, Halloween ends is a low light. <laughs> um, a really low light. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's the only movie that's in the threes uh. for for this year. Oh, there's uh, there's that. Let's see. I'm gonna highlight this real quick so I can make this real easy for me. There. So it's uh, yeah, we've got um, we uh, we had a shortened year because we took a we had to take a break for a little while, uh, as a podcast. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week. It'll be kind of fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. right. Halloween ends. 
by far the worst movie that we reviewed uh, of the year. So yep. that's kind of fun. All right. Well, if you're wondering what we're doing next week, and this is what we have planned, and maybe we'll change it. I don't know. I guess it depends on the mood of, of us. So, because do you have Apple TV, Andrew? I don't, no. Okay. And I think that's probably why I haven't seen... Uh, that's probably why you haven't seen Spirited. because it's Spirited movie. Yeah, because yeah. it's only on Apple TV. They, yeah. The Apple TV made it, obviously. So, yeah, okay. Well, so next week, and uh, our last movie of the year, is Violent Night. Yeah. The, uh, the, the David Harbour uh, film, where it's... Uh, I hear it's like... It's like... Home Alone meets Die Hard or something. Okay. Um, so, I never, I haven't seen it, but I, I heard it was really, you know, of, of the many um, horror uh, or hard R action flicks that it revolve around Christmas and Santa and stuff, it's one of the better ones. It's better than Anna and the Apocalypse? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I know some people love that movie. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll find out. So yeah, that's it. Next week, Violent Night. Uh, Mike, my, my, my son was really bummed out when I told him that he couldn't watch next week's movie. Um, <laughs> Not for a while. No, no. But we're gonna start the New Year's off with a really fun thing. So I'm excited for that. I'll tease that next week with the uh, what we're gonna start the the year off. Not not gonna say with a bang. Just. Uh, it might be a little, uh, a little weird. Huh. That's all I'll say. Okay. So, uh, yeah. In the meantime, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. There you can uh, find links to all of our stuff. Where you can, uh, still looking for that last-minute Christmas idea, you can buy a Cheap Seat Reviews hat or T-shirt or hoodie or sticker or whatever. Um, so go do that. You know, Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. And, of course, we're on... Um, Instagram, Twitter, all the places where that we are. You know where we are. Yep. That's fine. Somewhere, somewhere, send us a message and tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is. I, I'm oh, just yeah. curious to know. Yeah, definitely. Either on uh, Facebook Messenger is great, or you know, you can email. You could do it through Twitter, but Sam manages a Twitter account, and I don't know how often he checks it. So, you can send messages through Instagram as well, right? Yeah, yeah. You can definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. If you're on Instagram, send me a message through Instagram. Um, to let me know what your uh, what are your what are your like top three, and I'll ask that I'll, I'll put that out on Instagram too. Like, what are your that favorite uh, Christmas movies to watch? So, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for that, Andrew. I appreciate it. Uh, that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. So, on behalf of Andrew, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for Violent Night. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Yeah, there we go.